0: I'm expressing my sympathy for your sufferings. What does a monster like you know about suffering? I'm a doctor, David. You blind children, trying to change the colour of the eyes. You inject people with petrol. You replace hands and legs, and you watch as they... This isn't medicine. This is sickness. You are listening to Original Remake. This is a podcast where we discuss and compare original film and its remake. Or sometimes
1: films with similar concepts, because just like Hollywood, we are that unoriginal. So this being a movie podcast, um, yeah, let's get to it.
0: All right, Dan, we are back and uh infiltrating the enemy. With me alongside me is um Pats jersey wearing Michael Dennison. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm glad you didn't call me the enemy because anyone wearing <laughs> like a Patriots jersey I think in America is the enemy.
0: Uh I don't I don't have a dog in this fight. So um you know, I already told you off Mike that I was going to throw in my Titans jersey just because of uh, Mariota and uh you know, uh, I'm going to mingle during the Super Bowl and and have a good time. That, that's all I can ask for. But hey, I did hear there's a football game during the Justin Timberlake concert today. <laughs> how,
1: how sassy of
0: you, uh, Peter. You know, <laughs> you end
1: up having more fun, though, if you don't have a team in the Super Bowl. Everybody wants their team to be in the Super Bowl. But if you don't and you're at the Super Bowl party, there's no pressure. You just yeah. drink, you just chat. You don't care. You just want a good game. So I, I, I do not. Right. I, I want to right. blow out. I want the Eagles to get destroyed, but
0: probably won't happen. The last time I did have a dog in the fight, we, we know how that ended at the one-yard line. Uh, I I have the instant reaction video clip still uh, to prove that. I actually was
1: looking at that the other day because uh, I have uh, Google Photos on my phone. And so when it comes up to like an anniversary day, I think it was February 1st, it was like, you know, hey, here's what you were doing three years ago. And so I was like, oh, okay, i always click on that and just scroll through to see if there's anything of interest. And I had uh, saved – um the facebook post of you <laughs> doing that and i felt like that was a little bit cruel but i had enough decency i don't think i ever like <laughs> confront you about it like so hey peter how about the seahawks i just you know just i just don't bring it up if you want to yeah. talk about it to me that's fine
0: i appreciate that yeah but yeah i I, think at the time, obviously, it was, uh, painful, but, uh, since, you know, I, I'm not a huge football fan. I'll watch it. I, I think I'm okay, you know, but, um yeah. NBA, a little bit, a little bit different. You know, you and I may, may not talk if you make a comment like that, uh, uh in the Western hey. finals or even the championship, which we'll probably never see for another Look, three decades. My, my,
1: my friendship with you, I have adopted the Trailblazers as my West Coast, uh, mistress team. So that's how I pull for out west.
0: Are you wearing that Rip uh, the the Rip City shirt underneath I, that? Yeah. I, I'm not today, but when I do wear,
1: I get weird comments from people. Uh, the, the cool thing is, people recognize it. They're like, "You Blazers fan?" I'm like, "No, my my buddy is though, so he sent me this shirt. So it's a cool shirt. I was like, you know, I like them Western Conference. I would like to see them make finals and get beaten by the Celtics. That's my dream.
0: Okay, all right, hey, that that sounds like a good game right there. Hope so.
1: Good
0: okay. case. Sports talk for the debt.
1: We had to throw it in for. <laughs> The Debt makes a weird Super Bowl episode, but <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> Just got to make a – well, hey, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be in Debt after tonight's game. We'll see. There you go. Yeah. Pro
1: transition. Thank all you. Right. Thank
0: you. Back on the horse. All right. So this is an actual original and remake uh, pairing, uh, The Debt. The original movie came out in 2007. Um, it's an Israeli film, so I'm going to butcher all types of names. Uh, this movie was directed by Asaf 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 Bernstein uh that sounds German so maybe maybe uh by Bernstein, how
1: about that Bernstein, Bernstein. hey
0: Bernstein asaf Bernstein um and it centers uh around uh, the the lead character is uh rachel uh she was part of the Mossad uh in this movie and she worked with uh see and this is this is where it gets a little difficult we got uh, a guy named. It, it looks like, so it's subtitled, right? It's in Hebrew and German. Ed, right? Is, is that one of the character's name? He's, um, the I would stick of, with Ed. Ed, yeah, <laughs> he's like the love interest in this one. Um, and it does flashback between like present time and also, uh, which I, th- I think in the movie was 97 and it flashes back to like 1964 as well, uh, when these group of three, Israeli, uh, uh, Mossad agents, you know, were, um, they had a mission where they had to go kidnap, I guess, the, this doctor of, help me out with the, the city. Uh, the,
1: I know he's, I remember he's the butcher. He's the butcher, but I don't remember which city.
0: Yeah. The butcher, not to be mistaken with gangs of New York. This is more, you know. Equally gang-
1: likable, though.
0: Yes. <laughs> you wouldn't want to hang out with either guy. N- not at all. And basically they are to capture him and uh he has to answer for some of his uh, war crimes here against uh, uh the Jewish people um, Rachel she uh kind of gets into this uh bit of a love triangle between Ed and uh, the the other character's name it's uh Zvi is that how would you pronounce it Z V I
1: Every time we do one of these, I'm so thankful that I'm the remake guy because I'm like, oh, thank God, English language. And every one of these that we have, you always bring that up. Um, <laughs> I just want to, you know, <laughs> I I'm I'm just gracious to you for for the effort, Peter. But you know, right. you're, you're the one with more culture than me. I'm just the the
0: Kentucky guy. Sure. So let's try this. Uh, Zvi is um one of the uh, her her teammates here, and then we got. Uh, we'll call him Ed, cause that's kinda how it looks like it's pronounced. And Rachel. So the two Rachels, we got the old one and the young one. I think those are the two that I'd like to bring up since it's more centered around, uh, the two. Uh, I do, uh, like the young Rachel. Uh, she is played by Netta Gardy. That's a little bit easier to pronounce, and I probably butchered that somehow. Um, and also the older Rachel is played by, uh, Gila Almagar. So, uh, both really good actresses here. I, you know, the first time I've ever seen them, I thought they, uh, did a really good job in comparison to their American slash British counterparts. Um and that's pretty much it, uh, for the story, and we'll, you know, get into the details here after you tell us about the, the remake. Yeah, I have a
1: little bit uh, easier time with the, the names here. Your, your three principal agents are, of course, uh, Rachel, uh, again, played by Jessica Chastain is the younger uh, version, and then the older one is Helen Mirren, which is the reason we're we're doing this episode. I know that's shocking to our listeners. It's not just for Chastain, but Helen Mirren had the uh, I think the only big wide release this weekend with Winchester. So that that film's also about a debt of sorts being repaid. Uh, and the other two agents that form this uh, kind of love triangle on their their mission. Uh, Sam Worthington plays David, and Tom uh Wilkinson is also in this as the older version of Stefan. Now here's where I'm going to butcher a name is that um the older David is played by Sierra Hines. Heinz. And so those those are your big, big actors in this one. I didn't recognize the younger uh, Stefan in this one. Had you seen him? I before? had not,
0: no. I, I was actually surprised, too, because like I, I recognize everybody but him. I feel like they tried to go with somebody like, you know, hey, let's try to get one actor that looks like their Israeli counterpart, I guess. Because he kind of did, okay. I feel. Uh,
1: I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Martin, and his last name is C-S-O-K-A-S. So he is a New Zealander. Uh, um, okay. But yeah, so I did, I end up, you know, a couple of these, these bastards are giving me trouble, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, th- this film, it, I mean, the setup is the same. Uh, I would say the main difference here as far as how they interact with the two, uh, different periods of time is that in the original, you, or at least you're made aware quicker that how the mission went wrong and that they're lying about what went down with this Nazi war criminal that they are supposedly killed, but they know. And then we know pretty quickly that they did not, that that's not how the mission went, that he escaped. And then they lied about it because they know who's he going to tell. He's not, (laughs) he's not going to run and tell the police or the newspapers like, Hey, they tried to kidnap me and catch me because he's, he's on the run from the law and he's an international war criminal. Uh, whereas in the remake, um, it's a little bit longer. Do you know how much? Mine's just under two hours here. What, what's the original run? Do you have that in front of you?
0: The original, I feel, was about an hour and 30 some odd minutes. Um, okay. It's actually 100, so we got an hour 40. Uh, and I think that's including credits. So, yeah, I, I'd say about hour 36.
1: So, in the remake, there's a little bit more trickery because you initially see uh, the attack when he, he escapes his binds, and uh, then it shows you the younger Rachel Jessica Chastain shooting him. And it takes a little while before it's revealed that no, he actually got away and they just made up the story just to, uh, I don't want to say save their necks cause I don't think they're in like, you know, they're going to, it's going to be some sort of capital punishment, but clearly they failed their mission and they don't want to come back as failures and they just want to leave it as is. So what, what did you think about Because I had seen the remake. I saw it when it was in it's the theatrical run in 2011, uh, what did you think about watching these two and how they they handled the the secret? Where one of them was more upfront about it, and the other one kind of made it a twist that happened. It's revealed
0: later on. Yeah, for me, yeah, I like. I, I saw the the remake on. Uh, I feel like Netflix DVD. It, it was the one that I watched in the theater, uh, and I think I checked it out. You know, Jessica Chastain, uh, Helen Mirren. It had a, a very good cast, Um and I enjoyed it. I, I kind of liked the twist. I like that, and i'm more that's kind of more my style like I was very surprised to see that the original uh version the approach was they just get right into it you know uh you kind of brought it up, and not only that the these three seemingly have already they already know each other you know in the remake Jessica Chastain she's like brand new to the team, and mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of um, character development for her and uh and I think the love triangle works in the remake uh much better.
1: Yeah, I. Um, it's probably going to sound a little bit mean-spirited towards the original here, but this is one where I felt like everything they add in the remake uh, made it better. Uh, so there's a little more meat to it. Like you, you mentioned the love triangle. I think, you know, in both versions, you look at it as, okay, they're, when the mission goes wrong, uh, when they are unable to initially, uh, you know, rid themselves of this war criminal to take him back, there's a little bit of cabin fever it sets in. And I felt like that's also... Amped up in the remake like you see Chastain as young Rachel really starting to lose it because there's a there's a whole sequence that's not in the original version of trying to get him on a train uh, where they have to time it right to sort of get him away Um, obviously a bigger budget here. Uh, an english remake so it's an action sequence right Hmm. but this is one where that actually felt like it adds a little bit more to the plot to actually see what their first option was as opposed to the original just seems like they go back to the house and then they they wait around and i don't know you never get the feeling of frustration which adds to the love triangle in the original the original Mm is is a it's a fine movie i can see why someone would would want to remake it it's very matter of fact and uh, I think that the actress that plays the older Rachel is really good. Yeah. Like seeing her plot in the second half of the film to go back and find uh, this Nazi when they're tipped off that he's in this kind of uh, senior citizen living home. Um, but, yeah, everything that's added in the uh, in the new one, if you watch it first, and I feel like probably most of our listeners, if they've seen one of these, they've seen the remake. Uh, the original does come across as kind of like a Cliff Notes version because so much is
0: kind of expedited and left out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really is. I, I like, I like though, you know, the phrasing that you use is, it's matter of fact. And it really is. And, you know, obviously I watched it in the same order as you. Um, yeah, I had, uh, no access to the Israeli uh, version, but I did know that it was uh, a remake of that, um, early on. And I, this, this is an example where I like, uh, I, I want to point out that this is why you make a, a certain remake. Yeah, it's a, it's a foreign movie. And mm-hmm. if you think you can make it better, do it. I was surprised to watch the ir- Israeli version and see like some of the shots and even the, um, uh, the, the backdrops and stuff to be very, very similar. Uh, you know, towards the end, you know, the third act, I feel is, is where they kind of took their own liberties and, and made the movie different just enough, you know, to still say that it's theirs. Um, but. You know, the cabin fever, what you're talking about with this doctor, I feel that's, um, that's where I want to k- kind of highlight the, the remakes version of, uh, the butcher. Why do you think it was so easy to exterminate you people? Your weakness. I saw it. Every day I saw it. Every one of them thinking only of how to avoid being flogged or kicked or killed everyone thinking only of themselves why do you think it only took four soldiers to lead a thousand people to the gas chambers because not one out of thousands had the courage to resist not one would sacrifice himself not even when we took their children away so i knew then that you people had no right to live you had no right to- uh, uh, uh. I like how in the remake, when Rachel goes to visit the doctor, it's her that's, you know, taking these pictures. You know, she's actually doing <clears throat> spy work. Um, and to be honest, like, I, I may have been lost in the translation of the original, but I I didn't quite understand her purpose in, in the original version to go see the doctor because she wasn't taking pictures. Was it just to gather more information from him? I think it's just ultimately just so she's the one that attacks him that
1: puts him under with the, the injection and that's it. But you're right. They, they lose a little bit of the spy craft with the Rachel character, um, where she's the one that is ultimately confirming. They do have one added sequence in the original dealing with the, uh, the butcher's wife. Like mm-hmm. they were, and I like, I did like that bit after seeing that. I was like, Oh, I kind of wish that was in the remake where they're walking on the street, sort of telling them and they're timing out his routine and he gets off the bus and they notice that, He's never alone and that his wife seems to know who he is because she's also like looking out for anyone that's like watching them. And she's always with him. That's gone in the, the remake. The remake, I don't even know if the his wife uh, – and it's only revealed in one line of dialogue. Uh, the whole time you just think she's a nurse that works in his office mm-hmm. and she's on the phone after Rachel attacks him. Uh, calling for an ambulance and she says my husband's had a heart attack and you see it with rachel where she's like they didn't know that they didn't know that was their relationship i I think that's the one element i like a lot better than the original Hmm. that his wife knew who he was and was also helping him evade capture i I liked that. that made it made the degree of difficulty just a little bit more with that
0: that's interesting you, you say that because I actually prefer the, the remake. You know, I, I like that surprise. You know, it, I, I for me, it, I feel that, uh, you can never be prepared, you know, for your mission. And it was just like one added thing because the entire time she, th- there's always been a little bit of doubt, you know, with her, uh, with David in the remake version. Um, I think it just kind of, you know, they, they talk about how they're not monsters, like this butcher. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just an added element to find out, like, oh, damn, he's married and she works with him. You know, like, what, what are we doing? It, uh, I, I feel it makes them question themselves even more and even more so uh, with David later on, you know, like the whole feeding scene. Um, but that's, that's the thing I like about the remake with, uh, with Rachel being, being more of, um, of a role player, I guess, in this mission, uh, with her visits to the doctor. She is new to this group, and so she's already a little, a little unsettled, uh, I guess, and she's, you know, making these visits, uh, for, pr- for pregnancy reasons, and, uh, each visit, you see, it gets harder and harder for her. You know, that's when David starts to, like, hold her hand and stuff, and you, I think- You talk about
1: being in a vulnerable spot. Yeah. As far as if this is a, uh, as I said, a, just a Nazi war criminal, and to be having him examining you in that way, mm-hmm. uh, it's very tense. And that's something the remake I think does quite a bit better just because those sequences feel so extended and there's so much doubt as far as if he knows who's coming after him. Cause in, in both versions he does ask like, how did you like yeah. basically who, who referred you to me? Which doctor um, you mentioned, David, I, I think that, I mean, both versions are sil- similar as far as their motivations and the, the family that they lost uh, in the Holocaust. But, Uh, I've never really thought that Sam Worthington was really that good of an actor or anything I've seen. I think he's pretty good here. Yeah. Like actually his, uh, when he sort of unleashes his rage, um, I think it adds a certain dynamic to the Rachel character, that pressure she feels because it is very personal for him. Like it's all for all of them. They're doing it for their country. They're very patriotic. Uh, and this is a, a mission, but for him, I mean, it's in some ways it's something he's doing for his dead family that he lost during the war.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think this is, um, definitely, it's probably my favorite Sam Worthing, Worthington role. Um, and I, I think everybody, uh, does a really good job here. And I just want to bring up the, the butcher one more time, but I think the Rachel and the butcher build a bit of a relationship, you know, cause I think he is a little bit more personable in, in the remake. Not much, but you know, he is giving a little bit more dialogue. So when they do capture him, you know, he wakes up from his coma or whatever. At one point or at some point when Rachel reveals that she is part of this mission, you see that he gets it now. He's putting two and two together and he's asking about his wife. The original, I think you lose a little bit of that, you know, the guy because he sees Rachel immediately. And at that point, he's yeah, he's figured it out. And I don't know. I I didn't feel as much tension. You know, there was um it just happened so fast. Everything is just yeah. much faster. Yeah, like you really get the build up in the remake, and that's what I do like about it.
1: We, we talked about the cast a little bit here. Which uh, was there any? You know, which version of the, these characters did you prefer? Was it was it all uh, on the remake side, or was one of the originals did you like one of the performances better? As far as our three principal characters,
0: uh, I, I think the remake um, the that trio. I think they do um, better, uh, and and I don't want to. Really compare because I think, um, Netta Gardy, who plays the young Rachel, I think she's great as well. But, you know, I, I, think if she was giving the, the same material in the remake, I think she could have been just as good as Jessica Chastain. You know, I think, uh, Jessica Chastain had the upper hand just in because, the podcast. Mm, Ended yeah. here. How dare you. <laughs> no, I mean, look, you know, I'm a big fan. Her and I are Twitter friends. Remember, you know, she, mm, that's she, right. She liked a tweet of mine.
1: Doesn't make me like you anymore. Uh, <laughs> you're just making me more insanely jealous. We share. All our right, so you're things, so. you're uh, you're going against the great Chastain. Uh, I felt no, I was gonna be no, no, no
0: not the not against, not against. No, I mm-hmm. I I, pick, I, don't I picked the, lose the remake. That <laughs> <laughs> no, I I picked the trio, but I, I think they just had more material to work with. You know, the the original. We you, you said it, it's a straight, it's really matter of fact. Everything is just abbreviated and. Um, it just goes by too quick, and, and and I think you get more with uh Jessica in um as Rachel in the doctor visits. You know, you I feel you sympathize with her just just a mo- a little bit more than the Israeli version. I'm I'm gonna um, my controversial statement, uh, which I'm not gonna back off of
1: because I'm not Twitter friends with Helen Mirren, is I actually like this is the one performance i think i like better is the older rachel in the original um and maybe it's because they speed through the other stuff so fast and there's not as much cutting back and forth that once you get to her it feels more like her her movie because mm-hmm. as i said there's no trickery as far as the lie you, they're very upfront about that i don't know how to pronounce her name either uh is it Almagor?
0: Almagor? Almagore? yeah
1: i i think i would take her over and Mirren, and Maybe it's because in the, the remake, so much emphasis is put on the time spent in their youth that when you get to Helen Mirren, that's where it becomes a bit of matter of fact. Uh, they do add a more of a relationship between her and the older David, where she feels more guilt for his suicide, which you mm-hmm. see uh, in this one. And, um, I don't know. I've, I've, I, I don't know why I like the original performance better, but I think it's because, um, more is put on her when they attempt to find the butcher um because you actually have in that version i believe uh david is just an alcoholic right and now he's gun shy he's just unable to perform the mission
0: yeah yeah he's uh he and he likes strippers as as we see in the scene i i'm on to
1: two yeah i'm a, <laughs> old david in the original as well you sold yeah. me um <laughs> it's not quite as dramatic um but I think it's a little bit more grounded and realistic because uh, in the remake, he's a man who he wants to unburden himself of this lie, and when she doesn't really give him permission, and he doesn't want to betray her, he runs out into the street and gets hit by a truck.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I think I, I think crazy. I like
1: the alcoholic version who's just sort of lost his uh, uh, his courage in a way to do something and. Uh, that that's that's a little bit more uh, of a character trait I can get on. Plus the, the stripper angle, as you brought up. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm not against Tom Wilkinson. I think Tom Wilkinson. Uh, I'm perfectly fine with him. I think he's he's played roles like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think he's really good here. It's the guy that's um he might feel some degree of guilt about it. But he's also someone that keeps his eye on the ball. He's like always just moving forward as far as what they have to do next. Uh, in that regard, I guess he comes across as not that sympathetic. But I don't think you know Tom Wilkinson, he relishes these type of roles, so I mm-hmm. thought he was very good here. Um yeah, I don't I don't know as far as the we get to the when we get to the ending of it, other than uh David being slightly involved in the mission to find uh, the butcher uh in this like retirement community, uh as far as the attack itself, it feels like it goes very similar beat for beat as far as there sure. being a misdirect on mm-hmm. this guy that claims to be the butcher but then it turns out it's another resident there and he's slipped up and told him that and so this other guy is sort of taking his his story and probably is suffering from some form of dementia um but it, it's brutal in both seeing an elderly woman uh, basically in a knife fight with a nazi
0: oh yeah uh, but i i do like the the remake where um you know helen Mirren her character older rachel she she gets the, that last Last laugh, you know, like she did stick him with the syringe or whatever it was, right? Where the the re, uh, the original, they don't have that. Like she gets stabbed, and she gets she stabs him. Yeah, again,
1: there's no they they don't go for the twists really in the original. It's just a matter of fact. The only the only twist is basically the one I mentioned where David just sort of backs down once they get to the door for their first attempt, first strike against the war criminal. But yeah, the uh, the remake does reveal later that she did actually succeed in that the little grappling. But yeah, I think, I think it's just a stabbing in the original.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. It was uh, all, all too quick and it, and that's fine too. You know, maybe, um, there's an audience out there that would prefer uh, a less drawn out movie, but, um, I think everything that the remake added, I, I think it made the movie better.
1: Well, you said originally, this is how you kind of do a remake. Like if you're going to, if you want to tell the story in a different language, uh, have some ideas on what you want to add to it. Not, and I mean, they don't really, you know, they don't take anything away from the story. It's just more added details onto it. So I think you could actually watch both and enjoy mm-hmm. either one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in this case, I, I prefer the original. And I think I might even prefer it even if I'd watched, Uh. or I prefer the remake. And I think I still would have preferred it even if I'd watched the original first. I would have been like, Oh cool. You get to see more, more of the mission in their use. You can see more, you know, the train sequence, all of that. I think I would have appreciated that with a little more depth. So, but yeah. I, I like both movies. They were both fun watches in a way.
0: They really are. Um I mean, I think this is probably the most fun uh, original and remake pairing probably since I mean, it, it's really hard to choose, but um I think uh this is a bit of a stretch, but when we did, you know, our first episode, uh The Departed and Infernal Affairs, I think that those two movies were different enough that it was a fun pairing. Like, this one is a little too similar, but I think, again, you know, the uh, remake just a- adding a little bit more and changing a little bit there in the third act, I, I think um, it made for a fun watch. Um, with the remake, I do like the the setup for this um, love triangle, you know, just when she comes in, there's a little bit of an attraction between her and David and obviously as David takes her to these visits, he's there to um you know, to be there for her and you kinda see that build. And I think in the original you just kinda like, okay, they just like each other because you don't even really get the sense that Ed uh you know, I, I don't know, I just I didn't quite buy the love triangle there, you know, and when she kind of gets turned down by Ed, she's there with Zvi and just kind of uses him as, as a backup, you know, a rebound, kind of like, well, you're here, you know, I, I have nobody else but you. Um, I think you, you buy it a little bit more with the remake.
1: What about if we remake it again? Cause I've, I've been, I've been kind of struggling with my, uh, casting. Me too. Uh, as, as far as who are the three you know, agents in this. And I, I don't think this is hard to probably put in a different setting. I don't really know because, I mean, it's the Holocaust and there's there's that historical sort of depth to what this guy was a part of as far as what atrocity committed. And I'm sure there are other ones you can mention, but um, there's an understanding on why they would put themselves in this dangerous position to catch this guy for what he did to to their people. So I don't think I would change the setting but I was just trying to figure out a recasting um and I the first person that came to mind if you've listened to these any of these episodes you know I like to pair people up again so I usually start with one and then I'm like okay who what movies were they they uh in another in film with and so I'm starting with uh, Rebecca Hall was the first one that came to mind she would be my Rachel and well, she was at. in uh, she was in last year' a movie called Christine, which I've not seen. Uh, it was a ah, true life story. <laughs> no, not no, seeing oh, that movie. one. That <laughs> no, was about a news anchor in the '70s who killed herself on live television. Wow, uh, suffered from depression. I've I've not watched it because obviously it does not sound like a great deal of fun. But uh, she got a lot of claim for that. You probably have seen her in the Town, the Ben Affleck movie. Okay, I've seen the town. I own the town, actually. She is the the love interest, the the rainy day that uh, starts the relationship. The bank teller that Ben Affleck keeps oh, going was... back to like revisit. It's been so, so long. I
0: remember Blake Lively in it. That's I'm it. just
1: I'm just not selling any tickets with you, Peter. No. Uh, she was also in Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, which I don't think you watched, but it was an episode of original remake. It was. With with Dave, Dave, pop culture case study. Mm-hmm. And he loved that movie. That movie made his top 10 for the year. Hmm. Uh, but my recasting, none of those movies. So I've given you the rundown on Rebecca Hall's IMDb. <laughs> so I like it, I'm going to go. Yeah, I uh, am going to pair her up again with another love triangle uh, of sorts. Uh, from Woody Allen's v- Vicky Cristina Barcelona. So, my three agents, uh, her, she's Rachel, and I'm gonna do one gender swap. I'm gonna have Scarlett Johansson, uh, and I'm gonna have her be the Stefan character, the one that's running things, very Black Widow esque, the one's a little bit more cold and calculating. Um, and then I'm going to have, uh, Javier Bardem is my David. Ooh. I think it's pretty yeah. pretty good. Sexy yeah. cast there, yeah. yeah and very. all of them are good actors too. So I, ju- I
0: just pulled that- up this uh, Rebecca Hall. She's about our age. I yeah. I do not recognize. Oh okay okay. No, no no. I I do recognize her now. You're right. Um, she's the bank teller. Lays on the ground. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the reasoning I have there is I want Javier Bardem. I think he's known for more of his like villainous roles, uh, be okay. it Skyfall or No Country. I think I would like for him to be the uh the tortured one that uh, fills guilt for what they did and the the one that has the biggest tragedy i want him to be the most sympathetic character in there and then we'll have scarjo be the uh so the love triangle would be more with with him obviously um but yeah i i like that so rebecca hall that's that's who i started with and ended up with scarlet johansson and javier bardem so what about yourself
0: let's see here uh i'm going to see your uh javier bardem <laughs> and i'm going to Uh, raise you an Oscar Isaac. Uh, just, he's a little bit younger. He's a little bit younger. And I was trying to think, um, gosh, I was trying to think less, you know, blonde or red hair. So I'm going to go with the brunette and I haven't seen her in anything to make me even like justify why I'm choosing her, but Leah Michelle, you know, she is a, um, a TV actress, uh, talking about glee, glee. She's known for glee. But I can see her as like a young Rachel. Um, I'd like to see her. There's in, no singing
1: here, Peter. No, no, you're
0: not making this a musical, right? No, no. Uh, uh, th- that might be interesting, actually. Uh, but no, <laughs> no, let's, let's not make it a musical. But uh, those two, and just because his last name was mentioned in both movies, let's have Jesse Eisenberg as, uh, as one of them.
1: I'm just gonna have to say, and no offense to Mr. Eisenberg, I don't know if you Twitter friends <laughs> him. I think my cast is a little sexier. Oh I think no, that, love triangle. So, I, I, yeah.
0: yeah, I don't disagree with you there, but uh, <laughs> um, you know why not? Let, let's give him a, a less sillier role. You know, like uh, Lex Luthor. You know, let's give him a serious role, and uh, I think he'll do good. We we liked him in um, you know, Social Network. So,
1: so you've got him as the uh, the Stefan character. The Stefan uh, character, yeah. He okay. He, he could play an asshole. He could definitely be the methodical one. That's yeah. for sure. He could be the one that's trying to see everything through. So, yeah, it's a very different cast there. Um,
0: and in comparison, I, like it. I think Oscar Isaac is just a little bit older, but, you know, hey, why not?
1: Oscar Isaac could definitely be in my cast. He could if, if we're adding <laughs> uh
0: if,
1: if he was going to play like the Nazi war criminal, that would be perfect on the on the poster as far as the, the handsomeness and the beauty on my cast, but
0: who sure. would play the, uh, the Nazi war criminal, the, this butcher here? I, I really like the remake version just because he's so much more manipulative. You know, when mm-hmm. he is captured by the three, he is getting into everybody's heads. You know, he's getting to David's head like, oh, I see the way she looks at you and the way you look at her. And mm-hmm. you know, same thing with Rachel. Um, I think that's a little bit more uh, built up in the remake. Uh, do you, do you have an idea for, uh, for the butcher there?
1: Well, the thought that came to mind, unfortunately, uh of his passing, it, it did remind me where he is tied up uh, but still seems in complete control of the situation uh, was Philip Seymour Hoffman from Mission Impossible 3. Mm, he has that yeah. great scene with Tom Cruise where he's tied up and being threatened the he's going to be thrown off a plane, and he still seems in total control. Um I'm going to go with – I'll go with Jeremy Renner. I'll go I'll have uh you know Hawkeye and Black Widow face off <laughs> against each other. You know, and he was also in the town with Rebecca Hall and he You're played right. like the sort of crazy one. He played the, played the like villain like Stefan kind of. Yeah, so I'll have him be the uh, war criminal.
0: Okay. I, I want to watch the town again. I I um uh, Rebecca Hall, I I guess that is the only movie I remember her from and I when I watched that movie, I found her extremely attractive and I enjoyed her quite a bit. Um for me, I don't know, like I feel like a like a Brian Cranston, you know, maybe even a J.K. Simmons from Whiplash. Like I feel, you know. Most of those guys would be excellent. Yeah. Be great in that role. Yeah. So, um, but if I had to choose the one, I think J.K. Simmons is a little bit bigger in, you know, physical appearance. So I feel like that in itself is already intimidating. So maybe go with the, the slightly smaller uh, Brian Cranston, you know, just bring, just give us Heisenberg, huh? How about that? <laughs>
1: You don't want, you don't want, uh, J.K. Simmons breaking out the, uh, symbols to throw at their heads and yeah, the he tight black oh, t-shirt. I mean, he'll
0: slap them around and, you know, <laughs> I, I think, uh, it, he'd become Whiplash part two, you know, the butcher. <laughs> yeah. Not quite my
1: rhythm. Not yeah. my rhythm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I, I don't think either one of us would change the setting. Uh, so there's really probably no reason to, to remake it, but, yeah,
0: uh, I think that's why we both kind of struggled. Like it's, these yeah, are both other than pretty good the way they are.
1: Yeah, other than just seeing, you know, three different actors uh in a room together or four, you know, if we if you've gotta have the Nazi in there. Um yeah, I th- I think that's that's I would just recommend checking it out. Check out the either one of these films. But yeah, the remake was uh well done. This is the, how you do a remake, so
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: This is how you do a podcast too, right?
0: Uh yeah, yes it is. Yes it is. We've gotta got promote ourselves though right uh so let's see here if you guys want to um, find us on twitter we are at original remake uh if you want to email anything in whether it be feedback uh some pairing suggestions uh, you know we we get some we get some love on twitter you know but uh, maybe you can if you listen to us for a while, well, you know, maybe you can email us and, uh, just give us your thoughts on the show, uh, uh, if you like some of the changes that we have done or maybe some changes that we can do and we'll, you know, take that into consideration. You can send that to original remake pod at gmail.com, uh, and you can also find me on Twitter, uh, at podstalgic, uh, also Instagram there. I do a show. Uh, that uh, generally kind of focuses on the retro reviews, but occasionally I do some new releases as well. And uh, you can find all of that stuff uh, by following me at Postologic.
1: Uh You can follow me. I'm most active probably at War Machine Horse. Uh, I usually try to, since I do so many movie podcasts at this point, I try to pimp one out that is maybe relevant to the discussion. So uh, based on what Peter and I talked about, I'm going to promote projecting film, which is focuses just on uh, independent films, Uh, but the premise is we, since we don't expect our listeners to have seen the new film we're talking about, uh, we try to project out what other movies it's like. So we try to give you a better understanding of that. So it's almost like the opposite of original remake, where we're at the very end of the show trying to, to make up a new film, uh, that about something we've just discussed. Uh, we're telling you about two older movies, uh, that give you a reason to check out the, the new film. So, uh, that's also at Projecting Film. You can find, uh, that show on, iTunes or anywhere you uh, get your podcasts, and uh, yeah, uh, interact with us. Uh, we're on followingfilms.com too. A lot of good movie podcasts on there.
0: Yep, yeah, and so that will do it. And uh, next time, you know, we're gonna take a little trip. Perhaps it, it may not be the destination, but how we actually get there. So uh, uh, we'll see you guys next time. And please consider leaving an iTunes review. That really help out the the show. I don't I don't think we have any actual. Well, I think we got like one actual written review um, but yeah please consider leaving some stars that really help us out
1: I'm going to test that to you Peter to get on there and say like hey trade reviews let's go let's do something let's put that on there because I realized uh, all the shows that I'm on uh, I'm like man I don't because I don't ever ask for reviews I don't really pay attention to it like Grand Gesture Project Film no reviews nothing no
0: <laughs> you, I mean that's how popular you are you don't need any reviews people just know eh, where to find you especially when they're bigger. like you know taking uh, taking your quotes and putting them on posters
1: well, I'm not quite big enough to be Twitter friends with Jessica Chastain, so there are still goals yet to be yet to be achieved. Uh yes, I I should
0: reach out to her.